The Denver Broncos will be without two key players, one on offense and one on defense for Saturday's matchup against the Detroit Lions. What can the Broncos maybe expect to do in the meantime? Plus, they also made a roster and personnel change on Thursday. We'll break it all down here on this morning's brand new episode. Good morning, Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country. Welcome to another installment of GMB here on Mile High Sports YouTube page. Mile High Sports is every team, every day for all your favorite coverage of all things Colorado sports, pro sports, college, whatever it may be. Make sure you check out our YouTube page here every single day. On top of that, make sure you add this to your routine. You want to know what's going on with your Colorado Avalanche, Denver Nuggets, Colorado Rockies, Denver Broncos, CU Buffs, CSU Rams. Make sure you check out MileHighSports.com every single day for fresh up-to-the-minute conversations, content columns, breaking news, recaps, updates, whatever you may be looking for for your favorite Colorado sports teams, we have you covered with our beat reporters. I'm Cody Rourke. I cover the Denver Broncos on the beat here for MHS here. So let's continue on. Let's get into today's episode of the show. As we all know, tomorrow is officially kickoff here for the Denver Broncos as they look to take on the Detroit Lions and look to get their second straight road win. And it will be the third and final game of a three-game road trip that started off in Houston with a little bit of a disappointing loss. Denver bounced back against the Los Angeles Chargers. And then now it all comes down to a Motown showdown on Saturday night, 6.15 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. NFL Network, and I think it's also available on a local channel here. For those of you, I think it's ABC, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to double-check that. Make sure you check it out, though. Don't miss it. Don't go to sleep on Saturday and forget that there's a Broncos game. That way you wake up on Sunday and you're like, oh, shoot, I missed it. Don't miss it. Get in on the action here. Let's go through here some of our storylines. Obviously, the biggest story, the Broncos have already ruled out two key players for Saturday's game against the Detroit Lions. First off, outside linebacker Nick Benito will not play in Saturday's game. He has been ruled out. We did not see him once this week at practice. We didn't see him in the locker room. We are all honestly in the media, and I know you and the fan base, you're waiting for this. We've been waiting all week to hear an update. We haven't heard anything about an MRI. We haven't heard anything about his status overall going forward for maybe the rest of the season. I think there's some things in the work here, and I will kind of highlight and pinpoint that here in just a minute, but he has been ruled out of the game. So how does this impact the Broncos defense? Well, as we all know, Jonathan Cooper and Baron Browning, these are the two starters at outside linebacker. When they go to certain packages, those guys would either sometimes stay in, depending on if it's a NASCAR package, those guys would come off. Then you'd have Nick Benito, and you'd have rookie Drew Sanders, who's really emerged and started playing a, a more increased role at outside linebacker, away from inside entirely. They're finding ways to get him on the field. With Benito now out, I thought the next logical move for the Broncos would be, okay, hey, you know what? He's been on the inactive list the last few weeks. Ronnie Perkins will more than likely get the reps next to Drew Sanders. Well, on Thursday, the Broncos... They released Ronnie Perkins. They waived him. There is a chance he could come back onto the practice squad potentially. But at this point in time, I don't know if it's going to matter ahead of Saturday's matchup here for the Broncos. So hypothetically speaking, as we're doing this, Ronnie Perkins' status obviously waived by the team. That means that Drew Sanders and undrafted rookie free agent outside linebacker Thomas Incombe could be getting the reps in place of Perkins, where we all anticipated it would be Perkins getting reps. This week. And so, with that, the Broncos waving Ronnie Perkins. What that did is that freed up a spot here on the 53 man roster. And that is expected to go to tight end Lucas Kroll, who Sean Payton has really valued, has seen him grow tremendously. He's a big, athletic, playmaking tight end. 
when we talk about relative athletic score, I believe he's got a higher RAS score than Greg Dulcich, who we'll talk about here in a minute. But he's ar- arguably one of the tallest players that the Broncos have on the offensive side of the ball. He moves like an absolute bullet. So he's more than likely getting promoted to the 53-man roster. Kareem Jackson set to return next week, which means that the Broncos are going to have to make another roster move in order to bring him back onto the 53-man roster. Greg Dulcich's window has officially opened in the 21-day period, so whenever they decide to activate him, if that's the case, then they'd have to make another move to make room for him on the active roster. So I think Denver's kind of playing wait and see. So when I alluded to it earlier that there's a reason behind why I think we haven't heard anything on Nick Benito. Well, obviously, the Ronnie Perkins move frees up a spot for Lucas Kroll to come from the practice squad to the 53. That's the expectation here. But as it pertains to maybe some other moves, like if Dulcich were to come back and be activated, that's not going to happen this week. Then you'd have to make another move there, which I imagine it would be Nick Benito going on injured reserve. Don't know what the case is just yet, but something to follow and monitor here in the next week or so. He's obviously out. Greg Dulcich is also out of the game here this upcoming week. Now, it was a little interesting because obviously he was a full participant on Wednesday. They officially designated him to return, meaning he's got 21 days to either go from the practice squad to the active roster or he stays on IR for the rest of the season. And he popped up with a foot injury and was not seen when we were attending practice on Thursday in Dove Valley. A little odd there because we were looking around and we said, oh, we don't see number 80. Come to find out, he popped up with a foot designation. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if it's – I think – Part of me is thinking, could this be a little bit more precautionary? Because after practice on Wednesday, we saw Greg coming out. You know, he obviously he, players go through and they get treatment right before they obviously have meetings, and then they're off after that. After you know, while the time we get the media viewing portion, Greg Dulcich was walking around the locker room just fine on Wednesday after practice. So I'm not sure this is more so maybe precautionary. We didn't get any clarification. Broncos head coach Sean Payton did a Zoom conference call on Thursday morning. Didn't give us any updates, didn't give us any indication. He's never going to tell us any injury stuff. So we found out Thursday afternoon when we went out there, we didn't see Dulcich. So we couldn't ask Sean Payton after practice because he didn't meet with us after practice. And he's not going to meet with us today here because the Broncos, they're doing a brief walkthrough as if this was Saturday. They're flying out here tonight to Detroit. Then they play, obviously, tomorrow night in primetime action. So there's your Broncos injury report in terms of players who have been ruled out for Saturday's game. Now, there are some. there's only one player who is questionable for this game, and that is safety PJ Locke. He did not participate Wednesday, but we saw him back on Thursday. Questionable means he's going to be probably a game time decision here. I think there's optimism. It's leaning a little bit more towards we can expect to see him play. However, if he is unable to go, safety Delarian Turner Yell more than likely is going to get the start opposite Justin Simmons. And then we'll see maybe JL Skinner uh, active instead of inactive for the game here on Saturday. So something to keep an eye on there. Mike Purcell did not participate in Thursday's practice. Veterans Day off, rest, nothing to be concerned about there. Jonathan Cooper's had the ankle injury all week after he got the interception on Justin Herbert. A lineman pulled him down, landed on his ankle. He's been limited. He is expected to play. He has no game status designation for questionable or anything, which means that he's going to be able to play here and will is expected to be available in Saturday's game. Alongside Chris Manhurts, Quinn Miners, and Samaj P. Ryan Olf. Full participants outside of Manhurts. Manhurts was limited, did individual drills for a Veterans Day off, rest-related as well. But P. Ryan, Quinn Miners, fully ready to go here for the Broncos this upcoming week against the Lions. Now, taking a gander here at the Lions injury report, Josh Reynolds, wide receiver, 
was not on the injury report on Tuesday for an estimation, but he popped up on Wednesday with a back designation limited on Wednesday. He was limited on Thursday as well. He is officially questionable for the game. Offensive tackle Taylor Decker, who's been banged up with a back injury, did not participate on Tuesday, was limited on Wednesday, and then was able to go a little bit more on Thursday. He is questionable. Hendon Hooker has been ruled out of the game. Obviously for him, he's not necessarily a guy in the spotlight here for the Lions. Knee recovery. He's been a full participant all week, but he's been ruled out. They're obviously not going to play him. Um, defensive tackle Benito Jones, neck injury designation limited Tuesday, Wednesday. Full participant on Thursday is questionable as well. And then Frank Ragnow, obviously their center, one of their key parts of their offensive line, knee, back, and toe. It sounds like he's, you know, sounds like every old guy sounds like me when I get out of bed and my knees hurt, my back hurts, my toe hurts all the time here. Limited on Tuesday and Wednesday, full participant on Friday. It could be leaning toward the fact he could be making his return against the Broncos here in Saturday's game, but he is listed officially as questionable here for the Broncos. So a lot to kind of keep an eye on here, but that really kind of sums up our report here for today's episode of the show. When we talk about injuries, where the Broncos are at. We'll get into some other things we're looking forward to seeing, maybe some players to watch. You're going to get all that action here on this morning's edition of Good Morning Broncos on Mile High Sports YouTube page. Real quick, let me tell you about Superbook Sports, the sponsor of today's episode of the show. Refer a friend and earn a $50 bonus this season with Superbook Sports. Superbook is the most trusted name in sports wagering, and you don't want to miss the refer a friend bonus. All you need to do is click on the refer a friend link under your profile in the Superbook app, share the promo code with friends, and you will get a $50 bonus for everyone who registers using your code. So win money wagering and win money referring this season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, guys? Kim Becker here with Mile High Sports. Make sure you guys are following us on social media so that you never miss a Mile High Sports daily. Monday through Friday morning, we'll post a video hosted by me catching you up on everything you need to know when it comes to sports right here in the Mile High State. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we're there, and we've got you covered for everything Colorado sports. Just a reminder, Broncos country, and if you're a fan of every favorite Colorado sports team, make sure you make milehighsports.com part of your daily routine, fresh stuff in the morning, afternoon, and in the evening. When there's anything that's going on with your favorite team, you can expect instant reaction, what it means, and in-depth analysis and more at milehighsports.com. And also make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite social media channels, Instagram, whatever they call it now these days. Uh, Facebook is very popping here for MHS and also our Mile High Sports YouTube page. So subscribe or follow so you never miss out on what's going on here. Let's talk about real quick before we get out of today's episode of the show, who are some of the players I think Broncos country needs to keep their eye on here in Saturday's matchup against the Detroit Lions on the offensive side of the ball. I kind of feel like this might be the makings here for the Broncos offense to maybe have some more success in the run game. I said it in Locked on Broncos, another podcast that I do, I believe that this is going to be the first game this season where Javante Williams hits over 100 yards rushing for Denver. And there's a statistic that popped up on the CBS broadcast last week that said that the Broncos are 10-1 and when Javante Williams has 15 or more carries in a game. And by far, looking at it this season, the Broncos, anytime he has 15 or more carries, they've won those games. Anytime he's had less than 15, the Broncos... There's been some games that they've won, but ideally it was part of the losing streak and where things were going on there for Denver. So they've been having some success here, obviously, in the run game. Javante has yet to hit over 100. He's had 82 yards. He's had 85 yards in a game. 
And I think this is the week where he gets over 100 yards, which could be big news here for Denver. So I've got my eye on him. I've got my eye on Jerry Judy, who's under the microscope of everybody in Broncos country in terms of the fan base. I think you have to keep going to Jerry. And I think that's exactly what Broncos head coach Sean Payton plans to do here. It's not about, okay, you know, Jerry had opportunities to make plays on Sunday against the Chargers. He had a couple go through his hands. He had a couple missed opportunities. But Jerry met with the media this week, as we showed you in yesterday's show. And Jerry said, you know what? I'm, I'm making plays. I'm running routes. I'm getting open. I just got to be able to finish it. There's accountability, self-accountability by Jerry. So hopefully in the eyes of the fan base, buys him some grace a little bit. But if I'm Sean Payton, one thing that I'm doing here, I'm saying, go for it. You know what? We're going to keep going. Jerry's getting open. We just got to make the plays. We got to throw and he's got to finish. You're not going to shy away just because he didn't make a couple plays this past week against the Chargers that all of a sudden you're going to stop and say, you know what? We're not even going to look his way anymore. Jerry can be a big asset. I think Lucas Kroll now potentially being in line for a 53-man roster spot. I think that adds more opportunities, especially after his 35-yard catch that he had vertically last week. Denver's going to have chances this week, and I think against a secondary like the Detroit Lions at, you know, their cornerbacks, they're struggling a little bit this season. This is another opportunity for Cortland Sutton to go out there and have yet another big game for the Broncos. There's four games left. Can he get a touchdown in each of these four remaining games? Could he have a multiple touchdown game? It is certainly possible here, but Denver's going to have to counteract Aiden Hutchinson. Obviously, Alex Anzalone is going to have to be a guy you have to worry about here. I think Denver can take advantage a little bit. If they can get the run game going with Javante and with Samaje, I also think that you can pop some shots there to Cortland Sutton. I like the matchup of him against Detroit's cornerbacks in this game specifically. Those are things that I'm looking at here for Denver. I think defensively, we'll wait and see. Josh Reynolds obviously questionable for this matchup, but if he's out of the mix here for Denver, obviously you still have to account for Jamison Williams. You still have to account for Amon Ross St. Brown, Khalif Raymond, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and tight end Sam Laporta. That offense in Detroit is very well balanced. They have really good players. They have weapons everywhere. And if they get some health back with Frank Ragno, and obviously if Taylor Decker is able to play, their offensive line for the most part is going to be at full strength, with which will allow them to try to run the football with obviously Montgomery and Gibbs and then try to air it out. But that's where pressure is going to be paramount here for the Broncos defense and their pass rush and their disguise looks. They're going to have to, to continue doing what they're doing. I think that's one thing that Sean Payton told us on Thursday. Looking at how Denver's defense is playing in terms of sending pressure, being able to blitz defensive backs, it's all about how well can you disguise it. And the times that they've done it and the times that P.J. Locke or Jaquan McMillan have gotten home, you don't see it pre-snap that these guys are coming. They do a great job of disguising it and timing it the right way, which I think plays dividend, you know, pays dividends here for Denver's defense production, takeaway, and being able to force the clock of Jared Goff and that offense to maybe speed up a little bit and you can force them into some mistakes that's going to be the key in the formula here for the Broncos defense here on Saturday. And those are the players that we have our eyes on here for the Broncos on offense and defense. Just a reminder, Broncos country, the game kicks off on Saturday, 6.15 p.m. Mountain Time on NFL Network. We get Kevin Harlan on the call. Anytime Kevin Harlan is calling a game, I love it. I enjoy it. There's always some enthusiasm, some exciting plays, and hopefully the Broncos can be the beneficiary of some of his great calls this upcoming weekend. But with that said, Broncos country, that'll wrap up today's episode of GMB here on Mile High Sports YouTube page. Just a reminder, subscribe or follow here so you never miss out. We get you every single weekday at 9 o'clock a.m. Mountain Time, and make sure you check out milehighsports.com every single day for all your Colorado sports team needs as a fan and as someone who consumes and loves Colorado sports. Check us out every day.